I when I play Mario Kart, I'm Roy. I love being Roy. Who the I feel fuck like that makes Roy? a lot of sense. I just want to talk about books all day. That's all I want to do. I totally agree. Yeah, we'll wait for it's a noble. Run out and buy it. Run out and buy it. Anything for us. Welcome to another episode of Anything Pros. I'm Vicky. And I'm Jen. And this week we're going to be talking about LGBTQ romances. We So it is February. Yes. It is hardcore Valentine's E times. The month of love. The month of true love's kiss. <laughs> <laughs> you know. You know about true yep. love's kiss. It can cure anything yep. damn kidding you're my depression yep. <laughs> no oh. anything but that okay anything but that vicky okay. that is incurable oh okay good luck with that thank you anyway <laughs> so <laughs> once i started to look into lgbt romances i quickly realized that there is not a lot of what i would consider like actual romance books like it's more like fantasy with a queer romance yeah it. it's like literary fiction with an element of romance like there weren't a lot of what i would just consider romance like you know books like the roommate and like you know emily henry's books yeah like and the x talk talia hibbert's like books yeah i felt like there weren't a lot of just like romance books like that like just normal contemporary romance it was like kind of hard actually like i couldn't come up with a ton of them yeah i feel like the only ones that have like straight romance would be ya and then adult is when you get into like it's just a subplot yeah which which kind of it does suck i do enjoy that it's i don't know how to describe it but like it needs to become so normalized that like that there will be like 50 50 yeah so like maybe the main character is not gay but like the best friend is and it's just like not even like that's how it is in rachel lynn solomon yeah like no one needs to come out it's just that's what it is it's normal whatever um but Mm -hmm. it does like the main characters do need to be gay and there's not a lot of that. Yeah, so I don't know what's up with that. Is it just, like, queer writers tend to want to write fantasy more? Or, like, they're just not interested in writing these romances? Or, like, I don't know. How are these not getting published? Like, I'm just kind of upset right now. That honestly makes me, like, wonder if that's why Casey... Is it McQuiston? It, like, why yeah. she's so popular? Because yeah. that's Because it. the books aren't that good. <laughs> Like, honestly, so, <laughs> sorry, that was kind of rude. <laughs> no, 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 I, this. Casey. Like, the, the plots just aren't that We've great. talked yeah. about it. We just don't yeah. love the plot. Because, honestly, you, you added them to the list, you and I kind of didn't add them to the list. I kind of left them out on purpose because I didn't want to talk about okay, them because I didn't want to be mean, but um, we can talk about but it. But they are popular, but, and I feel like that's probably why is because, like, when you're so underrepresented that, like... You, it's kind of so exciting to get yeah, anything. Yeah, and so you're going to love it naturally. So, I mean, not that we love them, but just as a recommendation, like, someone definitely yeah. will. Okay, so I actually know of quite a few more, a couple more, adult romances that are, like, actual romance novels. Ooh. 
Ooh, I got you guys okay. here. Okay, so first off, last Tuesday, I went to this book launch event for Alexandria Belfior. I don't know how you pronounce her name, but she has the Written in the Stars series. So there's three books in it. They're three romance books. It's kind of a series in a way that I understand like Jasmine Guillory's books are a series where it's like uh. spinoffs of the Friends and such and such, which I didn't like in Jasmine's books, but like I kind of like how she's doing it in this series like so far is what I'm seeing of what I'm seeing. So she has Written in the Stars, Hang the Moon, and then Count Your Lucky Stars, which is the one that I'm reading. So I had never read any of her books when I went to the book launch event, but I had given the first book in the series to my sister because I thought like she would like it. And she did. She said it was really awesome. But these are three adult romance books. The first one is two women. And then the second one in the series is a man and a woman. The woman is bisexual. And then the third one is, again, two women. Nice. I have seen And they're, like, actual romance. Yeah. They're really good. The third one that I'm reading right now is really good. And it's exactly, like, what we see in other romance. They're just women. Yeah. You know, like, it's, like, we've got the tropes. We've got, like, the my roommate trope, the second chance trope, and this one, like very normal romance it's just two you women know, it would be which so is like good. not that often yeah what two women enemies to lovers oh my god wait i think that's the first one i is think it? the first one is enemies to lovers i love enemies i to think lovers. it's more of like opposites opposites to lovers i don't know what does that even mean I don't know. opposites to yeah. lovers are they just like opposite personalities it's like well they're just like they don't really get along at first because they're so different so like i in the first book one of the characters is like an actuary which does like number shit and then one of them's like an astronomer and she's like dreamy and talks about like um she has like a dating astrology app or something okay. so they're just very different mm. no i want enemies but those are like hardcore enemies no, no, no. okay let's write it okay perfect it'll be about okay, us perfect How- okay <laughs> absolutely (laughs) absolutely are we enemies were we ever enemies (laughs) no but for a book we can be oh we're gonna do like an x talk yeah yeah how to enemies all right right. (laughs) what are you drinking gatorade oh my god why does gatorade sound so good right now is it cold (laughs) oh my god that sounds so good do you ever, like, only drink water for days on end and then you just crave, like, any kind of yeah. drink? That's literally Yeah, that's me. how I am right now. We're doing a challenge mm. at the gym where you're trying to drink a gallon of water a day. And physically, my body cannot hold a gallon of water. Like, I will drown yeah. myself. So, I've been drinking, like, 90 to 100 ounces of water. So, she's hitting good How right much now. is in a gallon? It's, like, 128 or something. Ugh. Yeah, you're pretty small. Like yeah. you're you're a short lady. Yeah. I would be like this much water. How tall are you? Five two. Ah yes, yes, I remember this now. Yes. I remember this now. It's coming back to me. Wait, did you think okay, I'm was also sh- five oh, three? No, no, so no. you wanted to make sure I was shorter than you because you were scared. We were gonna meet in person, and I was gonna <laughs> I be was this scared. giant. I was gonna be really short. <laughs> yeah, how awkward would that be? But luckily, that didn't luckily. happen. Thank God. That would be so awkward. That would be our enemies to lovers yeah, story. Opposites to lovers. Yeah. Okay. Should we continue yeah. okay. with um, the adults? Yes. Okay. So the charm offensive is also 100% a romance novel. How's that going, Vicky? I haven't started in it. I know you haven't. Should I start that tonight? But once you get to it. Yeah. 
Okay. I think that's a really good February, like, Valentine's Eve. I think this month I really just want to stick to romance. Yeah, that'll be fun. Very fun. Okay. That'll be a Charm treat. offensive. You've talked about and it many times because it's so good. Yes. Bachelor Yeah, style. it's classic. Two mm-hmm. men. Lovers. Love it. Um, mental health representation. I just really liked it. Um, both that and the Written the Star series, really good. Take a hint, Danny Brown. We love the Brown sisters. Love, love, Danny love. is bisexual. She is a queen. And I want to reread those books. I never reread romance, but like I loved the sisters so much. I was thinking about rereading the X talk the other day. And I was like, I never reread romance. Like the only yeah. books I reread would be like fantasy. Yeah, and the only books I reread are favorites. Yeah. So, like, I will reread The Hunger Games oh, and yeah. Twilight Fantasy. a thousand times. But, like, honestly, nothing else. Like, I don't really reread books. That's not really yeah, my vibe. there's too many books in the world Whoa. to be rereading. Woo, woo, woo. Lou. Woo, woo, woo. <laughs> woo. <laughs> I love him. Okay, so, besides, so, take a hint, Danny Brown. And then we have Red, White, and Royal Blue. A classic. And One Last Stop, both by the same author. Both Jen and I did not love, but many people do, so we're definitely the outcast here. Yeah. And like we said, it's just one of those things where it is cool to see the representation, so I'm not going to sit here and shit on them. And I honestly enjoyed them okay when I was reading them. It was just one of those things where it was a bit too hyped. It was just like, it was a fine book. It wasn't bad, so I'm not going to say it was bad, but it wasn't as great as I feel like everyone made it out to be, which is, like we said, understandable because it's like some of the only books out there, so obviously people are going to be excited. I agree. Okay, YA. YA books that I consider, like, full-on romance, not, like, just a subplot or anything like that. Hani and Ishu's Guide to Fake Dating. That one is the best. I talked about it on here pretty recently. It's two girls. Um, They end up in a fake dating type trope. It's really cute. They're both in high school. La-di-da-di-da, young love. First relationship. All that cute stuff. Heartstopper is another classic. So You read that one, right? Yeah. Which one are you on? I think I read one and two. Yeah, I'm on the third. Okay. Me too. But I don't own it. Me neither. I don't own any of them. Wait, how do you read them? I got them from the library. Mm. Mm, Yeah. I was going to say you can't listen. (laughs) No. There are graphic (laughs) novels, for those of you who don't know. (laughs) Uh, and then we have yeah but those ones are really so cute, cute. Uh, the heart stopper ones are just adorable two boys yeah. crushing they're crushing they're so cute. oh it's so wholesome also wholesome aristotle and dante okay vicky we actually need to talk about this so i started the second one and i like really don't like it does it get better how far are you like only like i only read like probably 30 pages okay so i just thought the writing was really cheesy it's like very different from the first okay. book because okay. so the first book is about like for you guys that haven't read it Ari and dante like they become friends and they're very opposite mm-hmm. like dante is like sunshine and ari is like opposite to lovers um <laughs> A new trope alert. 
And then, um, so they end up realizing, like, they're crushing on each other. But they, like, when the book ends, they're, like, together. But I don't think they call, like, officially call each other boyfriend and boyfriend. Um, But in the second book, they're officially dating. And it's about Ari, like, struggling with being gay. And it's not that, like, he doesn't, he just doesn't want to be gay. Because, like, obviously he's being bullied for it. He hates that he has to, like, come out to all his friends. Um, And he says, like, one line where he's like, I hate that I'm gay, but that means I have to hate myself. And I don't want to hate myself. And he's like, I love Dante. So he's just, like, really struggling with, like, accepting that this is who he is. And that he loves Dante and wants to be with him. And it's about their relationship because, like, Dante's in a different school. So they're, like, struggling with, like just dating and like being together and Mm -hmm. Ari's just trying to find himself so this one's like heavily about Ari um it's not so much about the relationship but it still is like I thought it was still very cute okay all right I will definitely continue on keep going I just thought the writing was a bit at the beginning yeah but I feel like maybe that's something I can tune out you know like maybe it's one of those things that like once you get in there yeah I listened on audiobook again because of um Lin-Manuel Miranda okay maybe I should try the audiobook maybe it's just the writing that's just like just reading it that's just not yeah try the audiobook okay let me try that um but the first one amazing you guys should definitely check it out this one i haven't read cool for the summer is this a romance um yes this is the one okay. where um she is oh like, the football in love with the quarterback and then all mm. of a sudden she's like crushing on the girl next door and she's like what i've been oh. straight my whole life there's no way i like a, girl. a timeless tale yeah. tales old as time yeah yeah tale as old so, as time this one was good <laughs> i felt like the author was really trying to represent in this book and it was a little too much like every friend oh, was no, like no 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 like one f- friend was bisexual one that. friend was transgender one friend was this one friend was that which is like probably you have to, like, t- appreciate yeah so but like she at like the same went time. hard like every friend had something to represent and it's like they're all different you know i feel like in real life it would be like i don't know i feel like you would tend to have like more lesbian friends if you were a lesbian because like you have similar experiences yeah not just like oh i'm gonna hand pick one out of every group that's like like yeah that's what it was you know? so, and i read a few comments where it was like it just felt like it was overload and like the author was really trying to overcompensate um but the story itself was very good if you can like block okay. out that like extra stuff <laughs> yeah okay understood i'll give it a go okay so this one (laughs) is a book that i read a couple of summers ago and it's actually not good but i kind of (laughs) wanted to talk about it because it's like funny because i just really i didn't like it but it's like in a funny way i feel like i can picture the cover for this it's like (laughs) yes it's a girl it's a blue 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 cover with a girl and she's she's like like, has hair she's like to the side yeah i don't think she's wearing red but maybe she is let me look it up Her Royal Highness. It was so funny when I read it. She's all blue. She's got blue blue heart glasses on. Yeah, okay, then I don't know what this is. 
okay it's like not really talking about on bookstagram so like if you guys wanted some more representation and didn't really care for the quality <laughs> knock yourself out with this one <laughs> okay so this is basically what happened she breaks up with her boyfriend she like lives in texas or maybe she breaks up with her girlfriend maybe she is like a lesbian she breaks up with someone in texas and then she goes to school abroad in like scotland i think and then she ends up rooming with like the princess of scotland and they like fall in love as like roommates but it's like so poorly developed and like just so poorly done that it like made no sense and then it was like they have to go on a camping trip and so the two of them are like alone in the woods and then they get lost and then they get found but like none of it made any sense and it was so like jumping around and like the characters were so poorly developed and i went into it thinking like oh this is going to be such a cute story because like the concept like sounds cute Mm -hmm. she's a princess that's so fun but it did not deliver what it meant to deliver <laughs> at all yeah i have not seen this one i'm i think i'm um thinking of it's the royal is in the title and you've read it uh, and there's like three books to it or something what what the royal we yeah the royal we yes um it's actually still on my tbr i have not read it <laughs> actually i think i might have donated it because i really figured out it wasn't my vibe oh well, i don't know if that's it whatever um okay yeah interesting so now books where the main focus there is isn't lgbtq but it's a, a subplot kind of exactly like honey girl for instance is even marketed as a romance but we have talked about i just don't feel comfortable calling it that it is not a romance it's so much more like i think it's like a a personal exploration type like yeah yeah that's exactly the word it's like a coming of age she's like figuring out her career and her life and everything the like relationship is so back burner like you honestly forget the girl's name half the time yeah but it's also like i don't know it's very much so like i don't know she's living like an lgbt like experience so like a lifestyle yeah, you know what i yeah, mean yeah. like she's like yeah yeah she's doing her thing she's just but it's like- not like the romance is the main focus it's more of like just a part of her which i just feel like is really important in a Mm -hmm. way because it's like not shoving it down your throat it's more of a subtle like oh yeah she's just living life and she's also interested in girls like it's like not which is how it should be like it it doesn't need like again i get the need for representation but i like when it's not shouted at you it's like yeah Yeah. this is it like we don't need a that's exactly how honey girl is yeah it's just, like, a queer woman being a queer woman, and she's living life, yeah. figuring out what she wants, all of that. I loved it. So good. Can't recommend it enough. And then we have Seven Husbands of This Edwin is a Hugo. must. This oh, is a must. So good. Again, very, like, way back burner is, yeah. like, finding out the about the romance. Um, you got to get through a lot to get through the LGBTQ in here. Um, <laughs> such a good book, it's though. It's so oh worth my gosh. it, though. Oh, my God. I've recommended this book to so many people, and I have never had anyone not like it. Me neither. Um, I think everyone already knows about this book. Yeah. Like, I don't think we're putting anyone on right now, but if we are, please go read it. 
Yeah. Um, immediately. So good. Um, you read Felix Ever After, right? Yes. So cute. Have you not read mm-hmm. that? Oh, that's a crime. Oh. That's a crime. Oh. I t- didn't I tell you it's like the best book ever? Yeah. It's it's the best book ever. Yeah, but then I told you my TBR is like really big. <sighs> Whatever. <laughs> but anyway felix ever after is a ya book again the romance is just kind of it comes along like it's actually like more of a felix himself focused like it's more of his struggles at his new school yada yada being accepted finding friends and all of that but then the romance just kind of comes along you know you yes. know like that cemetery boys Ooh, we love cemetery boys Ooh. so cute um yeah again this is mainly about the kid who is like trying to um well, he's transgender and he's just trying to be accepted just trying to like mm-hmm. figure out where i think it's his cousin or his uncle goes missing yeah um, and cousin. then he ends up meeting a ghost and a ghosty ghost? there's some ghosty love <laughs> Who doesn't love ghosty love? Amen. Amen. Can I tell you a secret that has nothing to do with anything? Except kind of ghosts, like, made me think of it. I have a dark secret that I have been keeping. So, you know, obviously, like, I'm unemployed right now. Yes. I have been playing a lot of Super Mario Brothers. I love that for you. Like, an intense amount, okay? <laughs> so we're like, not reading. Like, it's actually startling. No. <laughs> no, we're not reading. We're playing Super Mario Brothers every day. But obviously, there's, like, castles with, like, the ghost in them, and it's just, yeah. like, everything makes me think of Super Mario Brothers. But me and my roommate, she's um, going to grad school in, like, a week or two, but her classes haven't started yet. Yeah. But so we've just been playing, like, obsessively and it's been so much fun. We started out in like world one and we got to world nine, which is like a secret world. We unlocked the ninth secret world. Can I play when I come over? I don't know. The thing is just like I would, but like we take it pretty seriously. So I'm not sure if you can hang. Whoa. <laughs> you think I don't take that okay, seriously? Fine. fine, but I'm going to be Luigi. Okay. Okay, so you can be a little toad or whatever. Is he your favorite? My favorite character is Dry Bones, but I know he's not in um, Super Mario Bros. I when I play Mario Kart, I'm Roy. I love being Roy. Who the I feel like that makes a lot of sense. Google. (laughs) What do you mean? Who's Roy? Google Roy. Google Roy Mario Kart. I hate Mario Kart. (laughs) That's me. What? I if love him. I play a character. <laughs> this is you. you look- yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. It looks just like it me. Looks just like you. <laughs> oh my gosh! I didn't even know Roy existed, but it makes so much sense that Roy exists for you. Yes, wow. and also dry bones makes complete sense for you. Like you know, everyone else is like Daisy, Peach, and here we are. Dry bones, dry bones, <laughs> and Roy. Roy. <laughs> That's what I'm gonna title this episode. Classic. <laughs> dry bones and Roy talk about romance. <laughs> oh my god! But yeah, um, you can definitely play when you come down. Sorry if I'm like really good at it. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Cool. Cool. 
Continuing on. Yeah. Priory of the Orange Tree. You have not read this because it's too much of a beast. Yeah, one day. Okay. It's worth it when you get to it. It's kind of just like a Game of Thrones type thing where you have to, like, kind of give yourself over to the process and realize that you're being sucked into, like, an entire thing. You know? Yeah. You got to be ready for just it. Just realize, like, that's um, my destiny so, now. Yeah. You okay. just have to completely give up your life and oh, submit to this new life. Perfect. So I actually went to an in-person book club for this book, I think maybe last weekend or the weekend before. Yes, you told me. At yeah, Tomolo. it was so much fun. Yeah, I had a really good time. So I didn't, happy. like, contribute a lot to the conversation because I was, like, really scared that I would say something stupid. Mm. I feel like everything sounds so much smarter when other people are saying it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Is there going to be a like book they club would... when I'm there? Let me take a look-see. Wait, wait, wait. There might... Wait, no. Wait, no. I think you just miss it. Damn. I'm really sorry. Yeah, I think it's the 19th. Stupid. Damn. Because I am going to the Daughter of the Moon Goddesses one this month. That's the one, like, your old boss recommended, right? Yes. Also, she is so sweet. She told me she gave me a really good recommendation. I saw, and that's why you're going to move to Boston with me. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, guys, I uh, might move to Boston. Who's really it's to say? It's crazy how life works, but life <laughs> really wanted Jen up here with me. <laughs> That one apartment that I was looking at, I looked up how far it is from a sweet green. It's like ten minutes. Oh my gosh. It's probably like I loved from me. When we went to Sweet Green. Like I love Sweet Green. Love sweet so green. Good. I heard they're I biggest one, fan. Though, in Tampa or St. Pete. Shut up. Somewhere. Shut up. I don't have to move. No, never mind. It's it's <laughs> West Palm Beach. St. <laughs> Petersburg, Russia. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh yeah, but I do need to figure out a plan. I don't know if you want to take Olive when you come visit or, like, what we're going to do about Olive. Yeah, so I'm thinking, like, when I leave, I'll, like, sneak Olive out. And that way I can, like, have nothing to, like, no knowledge, you know? Don't even tell me. I won't. Don't even tell me anything, actually. Yeah, listeners, um, I think maybe you know Olive from A Broke Bookworm Stories, but she's actually, unfortunately, not mine. I know I have you guys fooled on there, but she is my roommate's dog. And I want to bring her with me, but I can't because that'd be so mean. Yeah, Lou also would like, you know, a friend, so. Um. Can't happen. Oh, okay. But Priory of the Orange Tree does have a queer sapphic romance in it. If you're willing to put in the work, it is like an 800-page book, though, so. Yeah, she's thick. Um, Playing Bad Heroines. Jen has Another beefcake. yes. Because she takes on it's another the one. heavy lifting for this podcast. <laughs> put in the work, put in the hours. <laughs> Let's take what's ours. <laughs> I mean, you did read They Both Die at the end. So I feel like you've done, like, the worst reading and I've done, like, the thick reading. Yeah, that's that's true. I do read We're the a good worst team. books. But Plain Bad Heroines is the same thing where it's, like, a super thick book, but there is, like, I think actually, like, every female character is queer in some way. Like, I think that was kind of the point of the book, but there's, like, a ton of women. They are very much in love. Many of them are in love. There's lots of love. There's lots of gay. It's just really beautiful. Lots of love, lots of gay. And lots then, of gay. Um, you know, piggybacking off that. Uh, <laughs> lots of love, lots of gay. 
lots that's of love, so good. lots of gay, <laughs> lots of gay. <laughs> that's really good. We love the house in this Cerulean Sea. Uh, we've talked about this plenty of times. Um, tell the wolves I'm home. This sounds familiar. I feel like I've talked about it maybe a lot on my page. I don't know if I've actually talked about it on the podcast, but it is about a girl and she is very, very close with her uncle. Like her parents don't really get her or they're not really in the picture. I'm not super sure. I read this one a while ago. So her parents aren't really that close to her. But she's super, super close with her uncle, and he's very creative. I think he's, like, a painter, so she gets, like, a lot of inspiration from him kind of thing. And then, like, he unfortunately passes away, like, pretty young from AIDS. But at the time, like, she clearly doesn't understand that it's AIDS. She's, like, 14, Mm -hmm. so she doesn't really understand. She's, like, absolutely devastated, like, grieving his loss and everything. And when she's at his funeral, she notices this guy there, and she's never seen him before in her life. And it turns out that it was her uncle's, like, life partner, and they'd been together for, like, decades, like, a long time. And she never even knew that he existed because, I guess, he, like, wasn't out to his family. But she ends up, like, meeting up with him, and they form, like, a really cute, like, connection together. And they're both kind of, like, going through their grief at the same time, and they find, like, someone to talk to in each other. That sounds so nice. It's very wholesome, and I really liked it when I did read it. Yeah. Um, and then Song of Achilles, which you read, and I know... Did you not read this? No, because I didn't like Cersei. Oh! I didn't like Cersei. This one's better than Cersei! It's better! I get over the trauma. Okay, that's fine. I don't want to rush you because I don't want it to be, like, tainted when you finally do read it. Yeah, I'm so very much But Song of Achilles, Cersei, so. Please. you should never read this if you're hoping for, like, a cute gay book. Do not come to this book. This book is very sad. I'm giving it to you straight. It's very sad. That's all I'm going to say. It's like a Greek retelling thing. It's like a really, really great book, but it, it is sad. Okay, can we talk about this? What is this? Six of Crows. Which is what is a great this? way to announce this month's book club pick. Ah! <laughs> Six of Crows. Um, so Jen did not know that there was a little ro- gay romance in here. Um, so Tell me now. It's, again, my favorite part where like, it's just normal. It's just is what it is. Yeah. No one comes out. No one makes a big deal about anything. It's just like, like they don't even have to announce like he's gay. It's just like all of a sudden he's Who? like kissing a guy or something. And it's like, oh yeah, that's just him. I'm not telling you. I hate you. you I think you, you are dead out, to like, me. In the first chapter. <laughs> Okay, thank God. But it's I'm not just gonna the go main read the first chapter. But it is one of the crows. It's not Kaz. It's not Kaz. Um, I, I know that. But it is one of the crows. It's the romance is so 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 cute. Um it they get like deeper Fine. into it in um Crooked, Crooked Kingdom. Kingdom. But yeah. So does Six of Crows switch perspectives? Yes. It goes between all six of them. Okay, I'm like pretty excited. Yeah. I'm excited. You guys are going to take this journey with me. And like Vicky said, this is our book club pick for February. And we will be doing a drunk book club episode at the end of the month in person. In person. I love that. Once I get my offer letter, I need to come up to Boston and look for a place. Seriously. And then maybe we'll we'll just carry our mics around and document it. 
<laughs> we could do like a little mini like vlog yeah. <laughs> oh my god okay all right call me by your name ew sorry the yeah. peach scene have you read this yeah there there was i this is another one i did not want to talk about that's why i skipped it wait what oh you weren't gonna talk about it like i after i texted it to you i was like i don't want to talk about that okay let's just not talk about yeah, it anymore we'll move on okay um, bye guys okay, so <laughs> our tbr there's one on here that you didn't put but it's the one that you wanted from net galley that's not out yet oh my god what is that like she gets the, she girl? Gets the girl how you get the girl yes is it she gets the girl I think it is how she gets the girl okay that one obviously i've spoken on here about oh it's called she gets the girl yeah you're right um she gets the girl it's the one that i told you guys about i think it's coming out in april yeah april 5th 2022 um it's the one i told you about that's set in pittsburgh which is like my hometown and they meet in college and it's written by a woman and her wife which is so cute living the dream living the dream that's gonna be me and vicky when we get married and write our enemies to lovers yeah. book just live in the perfect dream. um okay i don't know what any the of these books are so go for it loser alert really. jen alert. keeps me up to okay. date if you guys didn't realize that okay so let's talk about all of them i'm gonna need to google summaries so ophelia after all is a book that just came out i think in 2022 so this one is very new and i've seen it a lot on bookstagram so you would like know the cover i think it's like a girl with like roses in her hair kind of thing but it says a teen girl navigates friendship drama the end of high school and discovering her queerness in ophelia after all a hilarious and heartfelt contemporary ya debut by raquel marie olivia knows what she likes her best friend cuban food rose gardening and boys way too many boys her friends and parents make fun of her endless stream of crushes but ophelia is romantic at heart she couldn't change even if she wanted to so when she finds herself thinking about cute quiet talia sanchez more than the loss of a perfect prom with her ex-boyfriend seeds of doubt take root in ophelia's firm image of herself add that to the impending end of high school and the breakup of her friend group things are spiraling out of control so it's basically like she's never had a crush on a guy or a girl before so she's had tons of crushes on guys so this is like a new thing with for her i've heard it's really cute a really cute ya book and it's like obviously with all of that happening like at the end of high school too that sounds like drama we love drama so cute little ya book this is how you lose the time war is a sapphic romance that's like time travel-y oh yes so this one is on my physical tbr so i actually own this and i've heard really really good things about it and i think it might be enemies to lovers i can't say that though without like facts so let me look yeah because that's a claim you've got to back up Okay, among the ashes of a dying world, an agent of the commandment finds a letter. It reads, burn before reading. Thus begins an unlikely respondence between two rival agents hell-bent on securing the best possible future for their warring fractions. What begins with a taunt, a battlefield boast becomes something more, something epic, something romantic, something that could change the past and the future. Except the discovery of their bond would mean the death of each of them. There's still a war going on after all, and someone has to win. That's how war works, right? 
Ooh, that sounds good. Right? Yeah, so I'll let you know how that one is. That one's on my physical TBR. Girls of Paper and Fire is another sapphic romance that I found at Goodwill for like $2. Wow. Because it had been on my radar for a minute, and then I finally saw it, and I was like, yeah, so this is part of a trilogy, actually, but I, you know me, I'm probably only going to read the first one. But <laughs> it's by <laughs> Natasha, <laughs> Natasha Nan. It says, in this richly developed fantasy world, Leia is a member of the paper cast, the lowest and most persecuted class of people. She lives in a remote village with her father. The guards are back, and this time it's Leia thereafter. Over weeks of training in the palace, Leia and eight other girls learn the skills and charm that befit a king's con sort then she does the unthinkable she falls in love her forbidden forbidden romance becomes enmeshed with an explosive plot that threatens her role's entire way of life last night at the telegraph club this one real fast is um it takes place in san francisco in like the 1950s during like the red scare and they're both like asian american and they're both queer women and then the last two I really don't know anything about, so we'll just skip them right now. Okay. I just don't know. Perfect. Um, <sighs> yeah. So many books. So many. We got some straight romances. Not straight straight. <laughs> Not <but> like, straight. <laughs> just romance. Curved. Curved romance. <laughs> and then we have somewhere it's a little bit of a subplot. Yes. All the good stuff. We have everything you could ever want, basically. Yeah, pretty much. If you could recommend one of these, what would you recommend? Hmm. I have an answer. Probably. That's so hard. That was mean. Um, I love being mean to my grandmother. Okay, I don't want to say Seven Husbands because I feel like that's such like, a <laughs> classic recommendation. Um, but I would say Fair. Honey Girl. Oh, Honey Girl. Yeah. So many of these books that are here are like facing out on my bookshelf. So I feel like that tells you like how good they are. So um, I feel like good. my other standout would be Hanny and Ishu's Guide to Fake Dating. I just absolutely loved that book. I do Both so read good. That. Yes, you must. Oh, you should take it when you come down here. Did you guys Yeah, that? it's a little treat. Yeah, it's a little treat for you. I've got a treat. Wow. If you, like, beat a level at Mario, you can have it. Okay. Okay. Perfect. And I'm going to bring you Finley Donovan. Yes. Wait, did you finish? Not yet. Oh, my God. I know. I, I can't know with you. Boo. Yeah, pretty much. All right, so that takes us through a bunch of romances. You know? And uh, Should we talk about what we've been reading? Yes, and I think we're going to talk about the same book. The same book. Ooh. Ooh. It's kind of like a mini book club, guys. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so Jen and I... <sighs> As you guys know, always talk about our current reads, but we both read Reminders of Him by Colleen Hoover, and we haven't talked about it yet, so we're going to no, talk about it No, so I'm really now. excited. There are two things that I would really like to talk about. 
Okay? Yes. One, okay, so they both go in this, they're both related. So remember before we started this book when we were like, there's probably going to be some weird shit in it because she doesn't have like, it's not traditionally published. So I noticed some things while I was reading it that I was like, if this book was traditionally published, this never would have happened. Number one is the fact that like, it was just like a small thing, but it just kind of annoyed me. It was like, she call someone called out of work one day like they couldn't come in and she said yeah someone called into work and i had to take their shift oh it's called way i noticed that too i read it like three times i was like called in called in yes called out called out of work like it's like colleen have you never worked a part-time job you don't call into work you call out you call out you call out out. you call out of anything it just, like, really bothered me. And I was like, okay, like, if someone was proofreading this, someone would have caught this, you know? Yeah, and I feel like maybe, like, that is, like, Colleen's, like, lingo. But I feel like you have to change your lingo to the readers. To fit the masses, yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. And, like, especially if you notice that, too, then I know that it's not, like, just me. Oh, yeah, that's but so But that, that was that. one thing that really, <laughs> one thing that really bothered me. Um, the second one is the coffee yeah. with the fucking cherries. Can you shut up? Like, coffee. Sorry, with Colleen. Cream. I don't mean to be mean. Sure, like lo- people okay. get lattes. I guess whatever. Starbucks does that, yeah. but it's like really not a common it's thing. It's not like, a it's common not something thing that you really get at. It also a, like a, an individual coffee shop. Like that's not usual. Whenever people got whipped cream on their coffee, I was like, "What are you doing?" But it's the cherry. The cherry is the cherry on top. It's just weird. Like, that makes no sense. And she was, like, crying I have about never it. seen She was that. like, can I get, like, a caramel coffee with, like, whipped cream and Whipped cream cherries? and a cherry. And, guys, this isn't one scene. It wasn't one scene. Was because multiple. if it was one scene, I'd be like, okay. She brought up coffee with cherries on it probably four times. And, like, as a Starbucks barista, did you guys have cherries? No. Well, has anyone ever asked you for a cherry? No. Like the, I rest my the case. The only time I could ever see someone wanting a cherry was if they got, like, a Frappuccino. Because, fair. It's like a milkshake. Yeah. Whatever. But no one asked me. We didn't carry cherries. I don't think any coffee shop carries cherries that we don't even That's have. That's just like, not true. The only fruit-flavored syrup we had was raspberry. Like, we didn't even have a cherry yeah. syrup. Yeah, no. Ew yeah so that was just another thing that just kind of bothered me um overall though what were your thoughts on the book okay so i didn't really like the beginning and i think i texted you when i was like reading the beginning and i was like "Eh, so far not loving it i did like the ending um yeah i think like my social work brain kind of got in the way of me fully enjoying it because like that's what i texted you about i was like there's no way she wouldn't be able to get like her kid back this isn't real yeah and it was really frustrating me um but then once i was like whatever i'm just gonna read the book for what it is i did like enjoy it definitely not a favorite of mine um i thought like the romance was a little weird because i can't (laughs) imagine like but okay so it's weird and it's not because i agree i agree because like he started liking her before he found out about their connection but most people like if you lose a spouse or a partner like most people start dating the best friend because like 
you confuse like that support for love wait is this a therapist thing yeah this is like a real thing so like if you have a husband and your husband dies there's a good chance like you marry or start dating oh my god because you both have no you both are grieving the same way and you both probably are spending a lot of time together to like plan the funeral to pack up the house whatever it is so you end up like falling in love is it like real love probably not but it's like the proximity the grief you both share the mutual person you love so most times like people end up dating the best friend of the person that they lost bro that happened to my grandma (laughs) (laughs) no okay so i have a grandma and she had a husband and he died and then she dated his brother so he was my great uncle granddad and he was my dad's uncle grandpa uncle dad yeah it's very common because it's I've the grief, why so like, was. A mat, like, you feel comfort in knowing this person is experiencing the same exact grief I'm experiencing. That's really a lot of what happened in the book, too. Yeah, and that's why, yeah. like, he started liking her before he realized that connection, but I think that connection, like, brought them closer together. Yeah, it both, it both like, bothered them, but also was, like, nice yeah. to have someone else who, like, cared about him so much. And another thing that made the relationship a little bit less weird for me was it's, like, they had never met when she was yes, with Scotty. Yes, yes, yes. Like, he had, he had never met her when Scotty was still alive. And to me, that makes a big difference because, honestly, like, if it was someone that my husband, boyfriend, whatever, was having over at the house constantly and we had, like, a bunch of memories together with that person, I feel like that would be kind of weird. But, like, yeah. if we never saw, like, you know if we were never all together then i feel like it's not that weird like if he had met her many times before and knew what it she did weird. it would yeah, yeah i wouldn't have liked it so yeah. i think it was good that if that's the way she wanted to take the romance it was good she made it that they had never met before yes that was really smart another thing that was also really smart i thought having both of their perspectives i thought that that was something that you couldn't have really done without having both the perspectives because you get to see the way in which they're thinking about Mm -hmm. it like it's not like they're just like oh yeah fuck it like she murdered my best friend i don't really care she's hot it was like you got to see what he was thinking you know you got to see that he was like but she's a really like she seems like she really cares like yeah yeah, so I feel like we really got to see that conflict with the dual perspectives, and that made it really cool. Yes, the dual perspective was very good. Um, but yeah, there was a lot of complicated stuff. It, it like, really, it wasn't I liked bad. It. I did like it. Um, after, I liked all the family dynamics. Yes. I loved it. I did like it. I really liked the ending. What would that. you say was the plot twist? The letter? Um, or the fact that he was her... So, I think that, like, that was a very small one. Yeah. Um, there were, like, many plot twists. Yeah. I think there the wasn't as major of a plot twist. was the letter because the whole time we thought, like, she really, like, cold-blooded murdered him. So, I think the letter yes. was just, okay. like, the bomb. The biggest. Mm-hmm. Okay. Olive's barking. Olive. They're so embarrassing. Yeah, there's another dog here right now. The dog that I was dog-sitting that one time who was, like, sitting back here staring for, like, you know. Yeah, the <laughs> yeah <laughs> the one who was staring and so he's here right now too so it's just crazy crazy 
Crazy. Um, well, guys, that are, are you excited to meet all? I'm so excited. Oh my god. Oh my god, bro, she's gonna hate you at first. Aww. Like, I'm sorry. I just have to warn you. She's one of those dogs. But okay, so I will give you some advice right now, right here on the podcast. Okay. If you just like don't act scared of her, she will like be fine. Because it's like sometimes there's girls who come into this apartment and they're like, ah, ah, and then she like gets like crazier. You know, like she. <laughs> gets like on a power trip but if you just like <laughs> pet her and like act normal she'll like stop she's acting like she's literally playing a part she's of, playing like, security a defensive dog. crazy dog she's playing security dog <laughs> i'll put her in her princess dress when you come so that she doesn't feel so protective okay we'll change her outfit okay i guess okay all right guys mm-hmm. we've got dog advice romance yep. calling a Hoover, lot of love a lot of gay a lot of love a lot of gay our book club pick Perfect. for this month get started six on of it. crows um that's it if you want to like rate subscribe you know follow us on instagram or at anything pros pod i'm at vicky's bookshelf vicky with an i and i'm at a broke bookworm and we will be back again next monday will we be back with a special guest i think we're gonna be back with a special guest Oh, to be continued. Bye. Bye.